Hi, I'm Sophia Fowler. Hello, I'm Wade Joseph. Hi, I'm Eve Perkins. And this is Teen Toss. Today we will be discussing the controversial topic of TikTok being banned. TikTok is a Chinese social media app which is used by many teenagers today. The United States government under the Trump administration is currently looking at potentially banning TikTok from all U.S. users. We're going to be discussing today the banning of TikTok. Um, that's basically just a roundtable type discussion. Um, because, you know, that's kind of a big deal in the teen community right now. Um, so the first real question that I just kind of have to ask is like a conversation starter. Um, is primarily the, the U.S. government and the Secretary of State is considering TikTok a security threat to the United States. And, you know, how do, how do you guys feel about that? Like, do you think TikTok is a security threat to the United States? Um, I think it's both. I think it's stupid. Um, personally, as someone with 19K on TikTok, I feel very upset that they're trying to ban it because, like, everybody, everybody's known it's a security threat, and it's not just TikTok. Facebook steals our information. Google steals all, everything steals our information. So, like, are they doing it because of the reason they're saying, or are they doing it because Trump's pissed that we're messing up his rallies? So, I personally do not use TikTok because I just don't like people enough. No offense to you guys. Um, but I also consciously understand the fact that no matter who you are, everybody has their ways of social interaction. Right now, one of those ways is TikTok because people are using that as a way to escape the world that we are all constantly stuck in right now mm -hmm. that is being stuck at home. So therefore, I think that is a good psychologically enhancing tool because it is creating a atmosphere for you in a safe space that makes you happy and keeps you sane in this time where it's pretty hard to do that. Yeah. So um, I want to go back to a point that Maeve brought up because mm -hmm. I was thinking this and I wanted to bring it up in the conversation. And since you already brought it up, what better time than to do it now again? Um, you brought up the Trump rallies. And at least personally, that's kind of where I'm at with it is more, I don't think it's a security threat personally. I think it's Generation Z threatening his power. I think it's Generation Z coming out and saying, like, F you, um, and we don't like you, and so we're going to protest using social media and means of technology, and you can't do anything about it. Um, so, like, that's what I've always thought of this whole scenario is, is that it's not a security threat. It's a threat to his stance right now and to his presidency. And people are speaking out against him. And unfortunately, we have our First Amendment right, and we are legally allowed to do that without punishment. I, I think if they were to somehow get evidence, like the feds, I guess, are doing an investigation now, if they were to manage to get evidence at states that, you know, this is actually a security threat, then theoretically they can do something. But that being said, it's like, is it, is it a security threat? Because if it's, if it's not and they choose to ban it, I think someone's going to bring it to the courts. I think someone's going to say, where's the evidence to prove this? They're taking away our First Amendment rights. Well, or where's the evidence to prove that this is more of a security threat than anything else that we've seen? Literally, American apps are a security threat, too. Like, Facebook, everybody knows that it's a huge terror. Like, they're stealing our information and using it for ads and stuff. And TikTok, honestly, like... If they're going to say that's a security threat, then they have to be on all other social media. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I mean, I think, I think 
that's the point where like I'm kind of coming from too is like in my opinion TikTok seems just as much as the security threat of as Facebook is but like let's compare the two right Facebook had this whole thing with Russia to benefit Trump correct and then the moment that TikTok comes out and isn't benefiting Trump and is instead a bunch of teenagers who are attacking him, it's, oh, they're a major security threat. They're going to take away U.S. intelligence. It's going to be this huge thing. And that's kind of where I come in and I'm like, that, uh, until you can prove to me that the Chinese government is taking our information and is going to send, like, bombs or something to us and, like, nukes, like, until you can prove that, I'm not going to believe it. I just, I, I've always thought it's more just kind of like Donald Trump wanting to stay in power and anyone who defies him, he's going to try and put an iron fist to. Right. Plus, what are people posting on TikTok that China's going to use as, like, a weapon? Like, me using the color customizer and doing this? Are they going to be like, we're going we're gonna to nuke them because of that? Like, yeah, exactly. So, let's also consider the fact that we did the same thing during his election with Russia and that, like, we've been through this before. Did we get any proof? Not really. Did we, do we have any, like, even Russia didn't admit it, and they're generally not willing to shy away from their, uh, their contributions to our society. Mm-hmm. And even aside from all of that, when we, when it really comes down to it, when we really take a look at the broad scale of spectrum, I don't see any reason that a bunch of teenagers is actually going to change anything. It has in the past 20 years, as in the past 100 years. Teenagers aren't really hurt out anyway, so I don't understand why he's seeing this as such a national problem. Right. I think another thing is that we have, I mean, at least the side of TikTok that I'm on, we've been organizing a lot, like with the Black Lives Matter rallies. We've been talking about politics a whole lot more recently, and I feel like he probably sees that as a threat. And there is like a Trump talk. There's a side of TikTok with him that they love him, but most of it is like we're organizing, we're talking about how to like stay safe at protests, stuff like that. And I feel like he probably doesn't like that and he wants to get rid of that. Well, yeah, and I mean, I I think that's, like, what I see, too, is, like, personally on my TikTok page, especially during Black Lives Matter, um, I was seeing TikTok after TikTok, like, video as I was scrolling about, like, you know, what to do at a protest, like, wear masks, um, like, try not to show your face, you know, there are, like, apps now where you can go and find, like, police radio and stuff, and so I think and, and I'm sure people, like, have reposted those on Twitter and people, like, his advisors have seen them and brought it to his attention, which is why there's this huge backlash. But I, I think, like, nonetheless, this is, in my opinion, as I've said before, not a case of a national security threat. It's not a case of China's bad. It's a case of the youth rising up and saying, we don't like you, Donald Trump. We are going to vote you out of office and we are going to spread the word via social media and via the internet and, you know, via technology, and you can't do anything about it because we have our rights. And I, I, he's going to try to defy that, as we've seen many times before. He's violated, arguably, depending on where your, your stances are, he's arguably violated numerous constitutional rights. But he's not only violated constitutional rights, like, we can look at his company's history. He's a felon. Yep. Like, he has committed multiple felonies. And... Why, why in the world would anybody, I don't care if you're on his political party or not, like, if you are too blind and stupid to see that this guy who is leading our country is going to lead us into peril, then I think we all might need to get plane tickets and move somewhere else. I vote Japan, everybody get back away from me. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think that this as teenagers is, 
it, it was initially like, I think all of us are to an extent, especially the users, like, you know, like you and I, I Maeve, the people who like use it frequently, like we're going to be upset because, you know, well, TikTok may be taken away. But that being said, I think that this filters into a much larger issue. And that being our president treats this country like it's under a dictatorship. Arguably, the Republicans in Congress are letting him. And this has become not a democracy anymore. It's become Trump versus everyone. And so the only way that we are going to prevent that is by everyone going out this November to the polls and voting. For Biden. Not for, Biden. for anyone. Biden. Not for Don't vote for Kanye. For no Kanye. No Kanye. No Kanye. I, I can't even explain I can't even explain it. Like, in what right mind are you just like, man, I'm a music artist. I'm gonna I'm a go be president. I mean, Donald Trump was a freaking reality TV guy and, um, like, a businessman. Like, he wasn't fit for president either. And look what's happening to us now. And he's not even a Republican because Republicans want small government. And dude's a fascist. Like, he's using Nazi symbols to designate Antifa, which isn't even an organization. It just means anti-fascist. I just, I just people support I, I I don't understand what he's trying to achieve here anymore because yeah the simple facts are that we are in a world that is slowly deteriorating at this point and if I'm going to end terms with people I don't think this is how I want to do it I would rather end terms with people like I'll use my own family as an example if I'm gonna if like if the world's gonna die tomorrow and it's not even gonna be like a zombie apocalypse or something, so I don't have a slight chance I could actually get to say bye. Like I would wanna end terms I would wanna end on good terms with people because I would feel horrid if I lived and didn't get to say goodbye. Yeah. And I mean I think that's 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 a big deal that like I see even with Donald Trump is my parents are big into politics and so right after the twenty sixteen election, PBS released a documentary um, comparing Donald Trump's childhood to, Hil or I think it was before the election, but it was Donald Trump's childhood compared to Hillary Clinton's. Um, mm -hmm. And the differences there. And there are major differences. Um, and so one of the points that they brought up was Donald Trump was raised in a household where you either win or you lose, right? And that was how he was raised. That's how his father saw everything. And they have like insiders who have admitted to that. They have evidence, whatever. And he's even kind of like, come out in a way and said that and so to him i don't think this is about policy i don't think this is about doing the right thing it's the fact that he has to win and he had he in his mind he has to win and so if that means he's going to do everything in his power to do so he is literally going to do everything in his power to do so the unfortunate part is he doesn't understand that we have certain things like the constitution put in place that prevent him from completely taking over for me, I so I just watched Hamilton yesterday because I'm a major theater nerd. And if anyone else has seen that, you would understand that he's turning into the king. Yeah. He's looking. He's looking down at us all and being like, "Oh my goodness, they're gonna tear each other apart. This is gonna be fun." That's. I mean, that's basically. That's that's he 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 functions like it's a dictatorship. And that's just it's not anymore. Like I don't I don't know what or why like maybe it was just how he was raised and therefore i hold less of it against him because again it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks yeah but i am finding the fact that there are better ways to 
express your irritation than by simply being like, you know what, these teenagers, specifically these teenagers, are going to suffer because they are trying to express themselves. Yeah. I mean, we're using, like, yeah, I get it, because I'm sure that he's seeing stuff on Twitter. Like, personally, I use TikTok as a political platform more recently, and, like, I've been using it to tell people to take his surveys on his website and, like, do the opposite of what he wants and stuff, and I'm sure that he's seeing that type of thing on Twitter and getting upset. So, like, I just don't think that it's, like, plausible to actually believe that they want to shut TikTok down as a security threat because it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, obviously, but, like, everything, all the other social media apps are. Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, like, the internet is a security threat to an extent. Like, Google uses cookies, they use your information, like, that's technically a security threat. You could consider that a security threat. Um, but there's nothing we can do about it either, yeah. because, therefore, by signing up for all these things, they disclose in the tiny print that nobody wants to read, because, frankly, I don't think I've met anybody who's gone on Instagram and been like, man... All this tiny print's really important. I should probably read it. We're always, they have rights to our information, and they specifically include that, like, hey, you put it on here, we can do anything we want with it, and you have nothing you can do about it because you signed right here and said you're good. Mm -hmm. If people actually read the agreement things that they have to sign for getting apps, I mean, I always do because I'm cool like that, and I want to be a lawyer. (laughs) So, um, yeah, but I always do. And if they did, I'm sure a lot of less people would be downloading the apps because it's basically saying, like, you're surrendering your privacy. That's what it is. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. And I understand it to a certain extent because, therefore, if you do something stupid on said platforms, then, and you try and sue them for it for whatever reason, then, therefore, it makes sense to me because they can be like, yo, this is what you did, here's the paper, here's exactly what happened, try me. I also, I wanted to bring this up, this is kind of on a separate note, but it still has to do with this all, um, and kind of going back to, like, the Donald Trump trying to almost, like, attack teenagers. TikTok is a platform that has been used over and over, time and time again, for different communities, such as the LGBTQ plus community, um, such as, you know, uh, like, human rights communities. I mean, at least personally, a part of me is a firm believer because all of those things, like we've seen, even with what just happened with trying, and I think, I'm not sure, I think the Supreme Court put like uh, their their fist down on it and said, you cannot do that. But um, him trying to take away, and maybe even getting to take away healthcare rights for trans people. And so I think like a part of me believe too, that because TikTok is such an immersive platform and because so many people a part of these different communities use it as a platform to express themselves in that way because it goes against his agenda he's also trying to put a fist on like like his iron fist down on that and trying to say like you can't do that right and him banning tiktok is actually it's a big deal to me because my platform like my account on tiktok is kind of a safe space for me Mm -hmm. the first time like i was comfortable coming out on my tiktok before anywhere else right i it's it's a good place for me i mean i know people i get a lot of hate comments but i don't really care about those because my followers and that's what matters that's sad for me because it means a lot my tiktok account i care about it so so i have a lot of friends that are part of that community but when i really think about what he's trying to do like 
with TikTok and with really just anything that involves some kind of movement, it sounds like he's trying to revert back to slavery because when you sit down and think about it, slaves had no rights. Apparently, people who are trans should have no health care. Right. Like, he's trying to put, again, a value on life. And that's not possible. And not only is it not possible, but it's just wrong. He's yeah. also trying to take away our adoption rights. Yeah. Hey, but... And I mean, yeah, and I, I think that that's the repeated issue is like, as a straight white person, I feel like I'm in a position where like, I am fit best in this country. Like, I mean, I'm a woman, so that kind of lowers my status a little bit. But like, as, as like a straight white person in this country, I feel like I'm suited pretty well in the case that like, you know, everyone's rights are taken. Well, it, like I mentioned before, I'm a woman. So like, I guess that's... Okay. Maybe we should refer this to me instead because I am technically a straight white male and how really just how the cards have always been dealt is the fact that people like me, sadly, are always going to be, we're always in the good old boys club. Like we're, we're always suited to be dealt the best hand and my, my father told me that most, most of the time, not always, but most of the time there can be a woman that is even more qualified than a man for a job, but they will still hire the man. Man, yeah. We, we can't be discriminated against for it. I can't be, like, fired for being gay anymore. So that's a fun time. That's, yeah, the, that's Trump good. is so mad at the Supreme Court for that. Like, why is he? And then his supporters are still like, he's not homophobic. He's, he's actually the least homophobic president to ever exist. So. We've met Obama, right? Yeah. But I mean, yeah, and, but I, I, I think one of the greatest things that Generation Z has done, as you've just mentioned, is people are starting to realize, like, people are acknowledging that there's white privilege. People are acknowledging that men are still greater than women. And, like, have we come a long way compared to, like, the 1960s, like, what, 50, 60 years ago? Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. That said, just because we've come a long way doesn't mean we just stop. Doesn't mean we say, okay, well, I'm... 60% done with this, and now we're going to stop. You don't, you don't do that anywhere. So why stop now? Like, why? And I think that's the confusion that a lot of people have, and especially generation with Donald Trump, is the fact that it's like, when, when did this happen where it was okay to, like, try and turn back time, to try and say, like, oh, it's okay to, you know, like, go back and to say, well, you know, gay people shouldn't have rights. Well, to say, you know, if you're, like, people should not be trans. Just when, like, when was that okay? And it's not, but it's become okay because of Donald Trump. Well, Trump is really, he's letting a lot of people be hateful. I mean, because of him, because of how openly hateful he is, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of his supporters are comfortable just being more hateful yeah. than before. Mm -hmm. So therefore, we have come this far, and for some reason, Donald Trump is setting the precedent that he is okay to be a person who doesn't let anyone else have any right in this world. He's trying to make it so that the last person to have any say in anything is him and him alone. And that's just not humane. So my dad actually just came and talked to me. He, um, for once, the few times I do choose to listen to him, he actually did give a good piece of advice and he said that we should really be careful what we do decide to talk about or what we decide to post because he did have a good point. We are 
we are all still young, and if we do choose to go into some political point, we should be very careful what we do decide to post and talk about, right? And I mean, I'm personally, I'm not as worried about like talking about it because I do agree with some of that. And um, if, yeah, I mean, if any of us, I, I think this goes into like another point of anything that we put out there is going to probably stay out there. I mean, you can delete it, but there people like to really kind of dig and go way back. Like there is like, no I true deletion of it because even if you delete it or get rid of it, there is always some save backhand file. Mm-hmm. So actually, random thing that I actually learned a couple of years ago. So one of my friends, um, so did you know that the dark web was actually originally created as a government file? No, I did not know that. Yeah, I just random thing that popped in my head. One of my friends told me about that because uh, he had a friend that actually got in there and he got in a lot of trouble. But um just ran, random thing that popped in my head. Like, that was apparently a government file when the internet was early. Mm-hmm. And, well, it's the internet. So, yeah, it doesn't really go away. Well, I mean, that's why, like, I have a platform, right? I have 19,000 people watching what I post. And I need to be really careful about what I post on there because I want to run for Congress when I'm older. Yeah. So, like, think about it before I post it. And I openly talk about how I believe in communism and stuff, which I don't know, that might harm me in the future, but we'll find out. Yeah. But it's all I have videos of me doing really dumb shit, things, dumb things, because I do dumb things and I'm not going to post that because I don't want that used against me. Like everybody has, I feel like people on TikTok especially just aren't careful about what they're posting online. Like I see stuff, I see people like vaping and talking about the drugs that they do and stuff. And I just feel like they're going to regret that in 10 years. Well, and yeah, and, ten and, years like that could be that could be ten minutes from now. They could have the police knocking at the door. Well, and I mean, and you're like, well, all right then. And and I think that's like a whole yeah. That's that's another thing is I think um I I think like a lot of people worry about like well what like what what if this small video I post is gonna become a huge th- like thing and my how I kind of view it is like, well, if I didn't like this person, but I saw this video, is there a way that I could possibly completely twist it or make it look a certain way? And if the answer is most likely no, then like you should be okay. That being said though, um, I do think that like people who post about like vaping and doing drugs and like doing crazy, as May put it, and I can believe this out like crazy shit, like that, that is definitely, I think something that people need to watch out for. And I think that that's where the difference comes in between, like, in my opinion, go off on Donald Trump as much as you want. Because, like, that's your opinion. If it's not harming anyone, it doesn't matter. I think it's different when you post videos of, like, you saying certain things, like, for example, like, racial slurs. That's not acceptable on any terms. And you should not, you you shouldn't even say those whether you're going to post it or not. And I think that's kind of the difference is, is it going to be, like, if it's hurtful to someone like Donald Trump, like, it's Donald Trump. He gets hate all the time, every day, from everywhere. But if it's using a racial slur, those are two very drastically different things, because that hurts a whole group of people who have done, like, nothing wrong. Right, and, like, also, just people should even, like, saying a racial slur is wrong. And also, I don't think people should say the F slur either. But that's just me. Um, But people do it, right? And it's going to come back to bite them in the future. Like, if a job finds that they're they're a white person, they're saying the N-word, they're probably not going to get that job. If their school finds out, 
fails their college, they might lose their college acceptance. Like, it happens all the time. And that's, like, the, the soft stuff. Like, I've been doxxed for literally posting stuff against Trump. Like, imagine how doxxed these people are going to get for posting these hateful things. Yeah. And, and yeah, I that as mentioned before, that I think that's, like, the difference between the two is when you say a slur, whether it be racial, whether it be towards like, you know, like, the F slur and, like, saying, you know, like, saying nasty things to people, like, to people who, you know, are in the LGBTQ plus community, like, it, that's, that's to a group of people that have done nothing wrong. If you openly speak out against Trump and his policies because, like, you know, he's done something stupid or, like, build the wall and you don't like that, then, yeah, go on and say that, but you can't, I mean, and there is a difference between saying, like, I don't like Donald Trump because ABCD, and a difference between, I think, like, saying certain things about him that, like, you just shouldn't say, and that includes, I think, saying, like, slurs about him, because that's kind of almost reiterating who he is as a person when you call him a slur, because he, he, like, he uses those, he allows people to use those, and he thinks it's okay to use those when they're not. Slurs that can be used against him, except for calling him a Cheeto. Yeah, and it's like, is a job going to hold it against you if you call your president, you know, a, like a Cheeto? No. I, I, I think, like, that's, like, the difference is calling Donald Trump a Cheeto is, like, funny. Like, a job offer is not going to hold that against you. Calling uh, an African-American, like, the N-word, that's horrific. And you should never say that because – there's like a history. There are so many reasons why you just should not do that. The fact that people still do really, I'm going to stay away from the racial slurs and everything, because frankly, that's, that's a load of everything that's just out of my depth. Mm-hmm. I just trying to avoid that beyond because I, I deal more in the support of LGBTQ plus and things like that, because those are, those are my friends that you're talking about. And I feel that no matter what, everybody has equal rights, whether they are different in any way or, heck, you could be Dr. Seuss and I'll be like, you, my good friend, have American citizenship and I won't care because everybody has the same right to, we have the rights to liberty, freedom, and freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Right? And but, all of these things should be open to us all. Yeah, but I feel like the use of slurs is, like, overly... It's like me and Sophia, we live in a white suburb, right? And I say, I hear white kids saying it in the hallway all the time. Like, it's normal here because they hear it in the songs and they think it's okay because they haven't been taught otherwise. And it's really not. Like, we go to the same school. It's 80% white. And... Like, I agree with you. I've heard white kids say racial slurs in the hallway. And that is just what what I, like, just wish that these people would understand is that there is such an in-depth history behind, you know, the, like, abuse and the aggression towards those groups of people that when you say that, it's not just a word at that point. It's you conveying a message that they are less than human. That you are actively, as you say that word, you are dehumanizing them. And that's the same issue with, you know, Donald Trump, is he's dehumanized immigrants. He's dehumanized people a part of, you know, the LGBTQ plus community. He's dehumanized African Americans and minorities. And it's a continuous problem that we continuously see. And the moment that teenagers decide to speak out against it, like, especially on TikTok, he tries and takes it away from us. 
I mean, when Twitter literally fact-checked him, he spent so much time trying to draft executive orders so that they couldn't, and now he's trying to center us. He's trying to center me out against him. I don't understand what his, I don't know what his end goal is, because I, in the end, I don't really care, because, frankly, I feel like it's all going to be over soon anyways, and we're either going to be in a worse tyranny or a better one, and that's just what it's going to be. But what I am preferring is that whatever does happen next, we as a community, like, because me at Bedford, I hear all kinds of things going through the hallways, and because we are a mostly white community, it's just what we are, and Things like people using really any kind of slur, period, is just beyond my comprehension of why you would need to for the simple fact of we don't even know who is what there Mm -hmm. because no one talks about it because we are so afraid of each other or the social consequences. Right, like me and Sophia, our school, like they never really talk about racism. They never talk about homophobia. We should have anti-racism assembly. We should have things like that, but we don't. And what's so crazy too is like last year, we had a student organization called Seeds, which was literally like the first time they had like that there was an organization um, after like events that had happened in years past regarding um, different like racial slurs being said by white kids. Neighbor's house, I would just like to point that out. Yeah, and so it's like, the, these are like happening right near us. And so finally, a group of kids came together and said, we need this to stop, we need to educate these people. And I have to give it to this group of kids. They're like the exhibit and like the different facts that they put up were actually pretty interesting and like enlightening. Like I had to give them credit on that. There was like an outrage um, and just people coming out on Facebook. There were parents that were openly coming out and saying that it was like violating laws and that it shouldn't be allowed because their children were being... I, like, don't understand the point behind it, so I don't think I'm, like, the best one to explain it. That being said, though, it's, like, (laughs) like, these people need to understand that the only way to stop this, that the only way for your community to not be bashed, because these are, like, the same people that honestly complain when, you know, Gross Point gets their name on the, you know, 5 o'clock news about these kids saying these slurs, like, and then they get upset about it. Well, the only way that that's not going to happen is if we educate these people on what not to say and how to treat people with respect and like but they're just not educated and the issue that i see is that a lot of these kids that are totally comfortable like screaming the f slur in the hallway at each other like i see that all the time i don't know if you do but i don't think that they understand the history of that term i don't think that they understand what it means like i just feel like it's just awful that they no one's teaching them this stuff in the n-word too i'm sure some of them know but i'm like i feel like a lot of them they just hear it in rap songs and no one's really educating them on what it means that they're saying this word and they shouldn't be saying it but they don't get that i've been in multiple different schools literally across the country and the main three places would be virginia michigan and Oakland. Those are my main three places. But what I've realized is that no matter where you are, it's the people may talk a little differently due to accents or whatever, and they may dress differently, but when you really come down to the subcontext of it all, it's still the same words. 
just some people have that preppy prep school kid attitude when they say it they'll just say the same thing it's like comparing a british person to an american person a british person is just going to tell you to go away in a more educated way yeah and yeah and i mean that's that's a that's a really good point too is that I, I think we all have personal experience with these, and I think we all would agree that we don't want to have personal experience with people we know saying them, but it has happened. But the unfortunate part is like anywhere you go, they're going to have that instance. It just happened. I, I think it is more relevant in certain places over others. Um, and not to like, you know, pinpoint certain areas, but I know like down south, they are very conservative, very conservative in certain areas. And so a lot of people still find it acceptable to say those words and to say those racial slurs. And the issue that I have with that is how normalized it is now, is how people treat it like it's normal and it's not, it shouldn't be normal. And I think that's another issue with Donald Trump is he's helping these people to normalize these things that should not be normal, that should be educated upon, like have people tell them, you shouldn't say this, that's not acceptable. But no, people like Donald Trump, I think are kind of enabling them to say those things and to give them a voice when they really are only going to cause more havoc. What's even more sad is the fact that I don't think, personally, because schools have to have authorization to do these things from the school board or other sources, I think that schools or the people in a faculty who want to do something about it can't due to the fact that they just aren't getting that authorization. They aren't getting the ability to be like, go forth and make the world a better place. Yeah, but like Grove's point where we live, like all they really need is just, like the school board just needs to approve anti-racist assemblies. That's all they really need to do. And they're not going to because some of the people running for school board, some of the people in the school board have literally said that they follow black kids home to see if they live in Detroit. I mean, that's insane. Like, the, our school, the school board is racist. It's clear that it's racist, and they don't let people from Detroit in because they're, like, scared of the poor people. So, yeah, I mean, okay. it's just... Let's, let's think about that for a second, though. When, A, those people have a complete right to education, too, so that's one matter. Two, that is very stalkerish, and three, 90% sure that that could be called upon by the police. Like, that's severely creepy and should not be a thing that people do. But this woman, like, she's in the school board now. I can't remember her name. But back in the school board elections in 2016, my dad and I, we were following them closely for some reason. And in her literal speech, she was talking about how she's following these kids home to see if they live in Detroit. That's, I think, that is so incredibly just not okay on so many different levels. Like that crosses a lot of different boundaries. And that is not, that is pure racism. Because if like, well, like, let's say, you know, that person were to see a white kid, they wouldn't do that. But because that person has a darker complexion and a darker color of skin and a different look to them, well, they can't live in my community because they're african-american which is the absolute unacceptable way and just the that is so wrong in so many different ways and and the unfortunate part is how if like if she's on the school board like she's almost being praised for that because that got her somewhere where she wanted to go because she did that some of them want that they don't want the detroiters in our schools they feel keeping them out i don't get why though because when i just because I am 
15, and this is just how I think. I believe that everybody on the planet, no matter what you look like, how you sound, or really generally what you do, because, again, we're young kids, we're pretty much supposed to do stupid stuff, mm-hmm. that I am somehow inferior to you. And if it's not because of the fact that I'm 15 and I just am uneducated, then you should have no reason to see me as inferior. Yeah. My parents, why am I worth more than someone from Detroit? Because my parents can afford to live in a wealthy community. Mm-hmm. And why should some schools be better than others? And why should Detroit people have to send their kids to terrible schools? And we're here in Gross Point paying these super high taxes so that we can go to these amazing, like, renowned schools. It's not fair. Something that made me really happy, though, is that Wayne State said that if you um, finish up high school in Detroit, that they will give you a they will let you go to school there for free. They will let you just go. And I thought that was that was something that made me really proud of not only Wayne State, but like what we could be doing.